You're listening to the Life in Christ Church Podcast, your place for life-changing messages that will build your faith and propel your life. If you enjoyed today's message, why don't you be a blessing and share it with a friend? All right, so I want to I wanna talk to you about um, what we're going to be doing at the beginning of the year, uh, since, like I said, this is the last Sunday um, of, of 2022. Wow, I can't believe we're getting ready to go into 2023. Time is moving. I'm telling you, time is moving, and we really don't have time to be playing around. That's what I've noticed. We really don't have time to be playing around. There's a lot to be done for the Lord. There's a lot of work to be done, and, and that's what we're doing here. We're raising up an army to do the work of the Lord. Right, we're, we're here to occupy until he comes. We're, this is we're an army here, right? This is an active living organism here. We're not just we don't just come to church, sit on on our on our chairs, sing, sing kumbaya, and go home, right? We come, we worship, we get fed, we get strengthened, we get our marching orders, right? And we're actively engaging, and and we're taking territory, right? And so we we must continue to put, keep our foot on the gas. We've had a lot of momentum in this church. Uh, we, we've seen a lot of momentum in your lives and a lot of growth in your man it's incredible to see the growth my wife and I will go home and, and we'll just talk about different ones how man incredible God is blessing you and increasing you and, and things are changing and you know way you, people have come from and what's happening uh, and, and so one of the surefire ways to keep the fire burning is by fasting and praying Right, one of the surefire ways to keep the fire burning in you and in this church is to pray and fast. And so, we're going to start the new year with 21 days of prayer and fasting. Right, some of you are like, Oh, okay, <laughs> I got like two. <laughs> well, the good news is you still have some time, so go ahead and fatten up, right? You can go ahead, eat what you need to eat, do what you need to do, uh, but we're going we're gonna to do 21 days of prayer and fasting, and I, so today I want to get into like kind of the who, what, when uh, uh, of the prayer and fasting. So uh, who's going to be fasting? Uh, everybody in this church that is 18 uh, or, or older, if you're a kid, I don't recommend you, you fast. Uh, um, you know, you're growing, and, and so if you're pregnant, if you're nursing, I don't recommend you fast, right? And nobody is exempt from praying, though, right? So everybody needs to be praying, right? This is, this is a time of, of, uh, of, of consecration, of setting ourselves apart, uh, of, of really just setting the tone, um, and so... You know, uh, if you're pregnant, you don't want to be doing it. If, if, you're, if you're nursing, you don't want to be doing that. Um, and, and really, you know, the way we're doing it is, is anybody can get in on this. So we're going to be doing what's called, uh, we're going to be breaking fast at 6 o'clock. So every day we fast until 6 o'clock. In the book of Judges is where I get the, the fast from, in the book of Judges. We'll just go there now, Judges 20, 26. Then all the children of Israel, all the people went up to Bethel where they wept and sat before the Lord. They fasted that day until evening and offered burnt offerings and peace offerings before the Lord. So they fasted until evening. And that's, so that's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be fasting until evening. So anybody can do that. Uh, I know every year we get people, pastor, I can't do it. My stomach, uh, uh, you know, I just, I'm so hungry. Well, that's exactly what's supposed to happen. <laughs> that's exactly what's supposed to happen. Uh, one of the, the greatest desires or the greatest desire of the flesh is to eat. The greatest desire of the flesh is to eat. There's no, uh, there's no greater desire that your flesh has than to eat. 
people kill for it. People, you, people do all kind of crazy things when they, when they don't eat. Uh, and so, you know, this is, is very important that, we, that we, we let our flesh know who's in charge. And that's essentially what we're doing. We're, we're, we're saying no to food, pushing away the plate. And at first, it is going to be a little difficult. If you've never fasted till 6 o'clock, if, if you're used to always eating your breakfast, if you're, always, if you're, always, if you're used to just drinking your latte with a bunch of sugar and, and you're used to you know, starting your day off a certain way, if you don't eat nothing until 6 o'clock, you're going to feel it. I remember the first time we did it, I'd be waiting at 5.59, ready, ready, to, ready to pounce on the food. A couple weeks into it, though, Maybe eight, nine o'clock. Oh, I didn't even eat yet. Oh, wow. You know, you just, you get used to it, just like anything else. Uh, and, and I'm telling you, we, we have seen incredible, incredible, significant progress during these times of praying and fasting. This will be the third year that we're, st uh, as a church, yeah, since we started the church, this will be the third or fourth year that we've started as a church uh, praying and fasting. And, and man, last year was so significant because during the time of praying and fasting, we didn't have a building. We didn't have anywhere to meet. Uh, we, we, we were... We were looking for a place. We were getting kicked out of the place that we were in. We were believing God for so many things, and, and we still are. That's why praying and fasting keeps our foot on the gas, just because we've got a little bit of, oh, we got a nice little building, or we got a, you know, we got a little crowd. No, we need to keep our foot on the gas. And praying and fasting ensures that we don't just become you know, snowflakes. Come on, amen. I mean that. We don't just become just kind of mushy, gushy Christians. Uh, we need to stay sharp in these things. Come on, amen. We need to stay sharp. And praying and fasting, man, I'm telling you, nothing does it like that. <laughs> Pushing away the plate. And I'm not talking about Daniel fast either because a lot of Christians gain weight on Daniel fast. Go figure that one. Right? And I'm not talking about fasting Twitter or, or fasting uh, you know, uh, gum or fasting coffee, which is whatever. Uh, we're pushing away the plate. Come on, no food, right? And so water is okay. If, if you're fasting till 6 o'clock, water Coffee, black coffee, fine. Tea, fine. I know some people like a little bit of chicken broth, but you can make it till 6 o'clock. Come on, amen. Some of you maybe have a, a better excuse than others because you work, you know, physical labor, and, and you can add a little something there, you, you know, chicken broth or uh, something. I know Pastor Henry and Pastor Hoovy sometimes they'll do chicken broth and some other things to help them clear liquid. But not, not, I'm not just saying liquids because some of you will put a, a ribeye in a blender. <laughs> and talking about Pastor said liquids, you know, ribeye mashed potatoes all blended up and... The purpose of this fast is to crucify the flesh. It's not to try to figure out what's, what's okay on the fast. Well, well Pastor said I could drink and so you just stick on one. No, you, you want to crucify the flesh. You know, you, you want to tell this flesh you're in charge. And so, you know, uh, we're going to do 21 days up until 6 o'clock. Uh, we'll break fast. Now, if you start to feel like, Six o'clock, that's pretty easy. Start stringing more days together. Start stringing two days together. So I think the first year I did, I think, two days together, and then, I, then three days, then five days, then seven days last year. This year I'm going to do, as a leader, I'm doing more. I'm not just doing what I'm telling you. I'm doing more than what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm asking you to do. My goal is to get to 21 days on water, on liquid. People do it all the time, no problem, right? And, 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 uh, 
You know, I got this habit actually from Jonathan Shuttlesworth following him uh, probably about six, seven years ago, six, five, six years ago, I'd go down to Pittsburgh when he would have those meetings and I would fast till six o'clock and I saw what happened in me uh, during those times. Man, I, I grew so much, the intimacy with the Lord and, and don't we desire that? Like I, th- that intimacy with him, spending time with him, my, my flesh was crucified, my, my capacity to, to hear God increase. That's what happens. We're not twisting God's arm on a fast. God hears your prayer. He doesn't need fasting to hear your prayer. But, but God, well, what happens is your capacity to receive from him increases when you fast. Your flesh is under, your spirit is alive. It it becomes stronger than your spirit, man. I don't know about you, but, 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 uh, than your flesh. My flesh is not, is not uh, qualified to run my life. My flesh is not qualified to run my life. And so if it's not qualified, I want that thing beaten down. It'll lead actually to death and destruction. And so what I want to do is, is, is strengthen the one who is qualified to run my life, which is the spirit man. <laughs> the spirit man is qualified, right, to, to, to hear from headquarters, to get direction, to get understanding. And so I want my spirit man to be as strong as possible. And so we're going to start the year off praying and fasting, 21 days. Um, in Hebrews... Go to Hebrews. We're seeking him because Hebrews eleven six. when you come to God, you must believe that, he, that he's a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. This is a time of diligently seeking God, Hebrews eleven six, Time of diligently seeking God. And so when you're fasting, it's important that you combine it with prayer and seeking God. If you're just fasting then you might, as well, you might just call it a diet, right? Uh, intermittent fasting, a diet, and you'll get a lot of really cool health benefits from it. But really, health benefits, that's a secondary thing here. We're after the spiritual benefits, right? So p- fasting must be combined with a time of prayer. And so I really highly, highly suggest you take an hour a day to seek the Lord. At least an hour a day during this time. Set a goal. I'm going to take one hour, whether I have to wake up a little bit early, whether I have to stay up a little later, whatever that looks like for you. But one hour during that time of, of, of fasting, you know, that utilize that. So I highly suggest you probably don't wait till till you've broken to spend that time, it's broken your fast at six o'clock to spend the time with God, I would do it in the morning or to try to do it during the time that you're actually fasting, right? Uh, so, and it may take some adjusting of your schedule and it may, you're not eating lunch, right? So take that time maybe and spend it with the Lord, but be intentional about this. And the way we do it here, Life in Christ, is we're going to send out uh, guidelines, right? So every week we're going to, we're going to have a topic, three weeks. We do, we do um, our family our church and ourselves. That's the, the, three, the three areas that we touch, right? Our family, our church, and ourselves. And so every, every day it'll be boiled down. So if we're praying for ourselves, maybe day one will be spiritual hunger. Day two will be something else. Day three, and so you'll, you'll have something to aim at intentionally. Uh, and, and, and so if we're praying about the church, we'll have that whole week, we'll have in things that we'll be aiming at together intentionally. So you don't get to day four of the fasting. Like, I don't know what to pray for, right? So it's important that you have some kind of direction, that you have a plan. And so we're going to help you with that. Some people say, Pastor, I feel like I'm supposed to pray for this. Then you go ahead and pray for whatever you feel like you need to pray for. That's fine. But we're going to help you with some of the structure. I know that has helped me tremendously. You know, when I'm praying with other people, I, that we have a, 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 an aim, that we're a target, that we're all in sync, that we're not just kind of, you know, everybody's kind of over here and over there. Um, and so 
uh, we're going to be doing that. The other thing we're going to be doing, we're going to be opening up the church some days. Um, for Maybe even we'll do a three-day three meeting during that time. Um, and some online stuff. Just to, It'll be a time of, of a lot of spiritual activity, right? Uh, I don't know if we'll do prayer every day, but we're going we're gonna to aim to do prayer a couple times a week even. While we're praying and fasting, others will lead. Pastor Henry, Pastor Marlene, Pastor Hoovy, Pastor Debbie, others help us lead in that time. But take full advantage of this time, right? Uh, and there are going to be things that come up, right? There are going to be things that come up during this fast. You may have a, a birthday or this or that. But, but I'm telling you, this is important. This is very important to set the tone. Uh, and I'm going to be teaching on praying and fasting in, throughout January, teaching on the importance of prayer, teaching even uh, some more on fasting, the, the benefits of fasting, what the Bible has to say about fasting. Well, let's just look right now. Go to Matthew chapter 6. You know, anything you do without understanding just becomes religion, right? So it's important that you have an understanding uh, of what we're doing and why we're doing it and the benefits of, uh, of it. Um, and so Matthew chapter 6, this is the master speaking, Jesus. Verse 16, moreover, when you fast, do not be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance. So it's, Jesus said, moreover, when you fast. He didn't say if you fast. It says when you fast. Right, so we're expected to fast. It's a command. When you fast, don't be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces so they may appear to men to be fasting. I'll tell you, if you really want to be, if you really want to make this difficult on yourself, go ahead and tell everybody you're fasting. You know, what are you doing? Oh, what's the matter with you? You know, I even have family members. I don't even tell that I'm fasting because they'll think that I'm going to pass out. I'm going to something's going to happen to me because I'm fasting. People will talk you out of all kind of things, um, and so. You just keep it moving like nothing's happening. You, you, you just put on, you don't, oh, yeah. <laughs> What's the matter with you? <laughs> Fasting. <laughs> I'm okay. Don't do that. Don't do that, right? Wipe your face, drink water, drink a lot of water. Uh, you know, you, you, you'll be, sh I'm telling you, day one will be hard. Day two will be hard. Day three will be hard. By day four, you'll be, boom, come, come, uh, come day 21, you won't want to stop. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Uh, especially if you start to string days together where, where you're not breaking fast. Uh, man, if you'll get past day three, my goodness, you'll be on a high even, like, and that's how it's supposed to be. So it's supposed to be. Um, and so anyway, uh, let's finish the scripture here. Verse six. Truly, I say to you that they, uh, don't be like the hypocrites with a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces uh, to appear to men to be fasting. Truly, I say they have their reward. But you, when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you will not appear to men to be fasting, but to your father who is in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you openly and that's a good principle right there right i'd rather much i'd rather be rewarded by god openly than by than by man i'd rather do something in private and you know a lot of the things you're seeing like like uh in just even some ministries that maybe you follow and you see success in their ministry it's because of the things that they're doing in private 
right? I think of even just Teddy and Jonathan, just incredible thing God is doing in their lives and, and their ministries. And man, the things that they do in private, I think of Pastor Mark, the things that they do in private is what really uh, catapults them in the public uh, in, in front of everyone else. But when you see someone try to do things in public, right, that's their reward. And you can spot people who, who do things like that. And I, that's nobody in this church. We're not like that. We're not going to operate like that. It's like the person always trying to get, you know, a certain seat or a certain thing. Uh, you know, I want to sit here. I want to sit there. But it's always better when they say, hey, you come on up here and sit up here, right? Then, then, then hey, actually, that's not your seat. Go sit back there, right? The Bible talks about that. The Bible talks about how, how it's better to be called up to the front. And so we've made up our mind, well, we're not going to try to do any of that. But somehow, some way, we always end up where we need to be. God always finds a way to get me to where I'm supposed to be. Same thing. When you earnestly seek him and take time apart and fast, man, there are incredible rewards that will be seen openly. Praise God. And so um, let's look at Matthew chapter 17. A little bit more on, on fasting. Matthew 17, 14 to 21. Matthew 17, 14 to 21. And when they had come to the multitude, a man came to him, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic and suffers severely, for he often falls into the fire and often into the water. So I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon, and it came out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, Why could we not cast it out? So Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief, for assuredly I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. Verse 21, very important. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. So in other words, there are things in our lives that will only be taken care of by prayer and fasting. There are certain kind of unbelief that is only going to be taken care of by prayer and fasting. There are certain things in your life that will not move but by prayer and fasting. It comes down to revelation and, 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 and targeting that unbelief. He said, why? Because of your unbelief. And so when you pray and fast and earnestly seek God, that enhances your capacity to receive from heaven. Revelation, understanding, answers that you've been believing God for, things that you've been petitioning him for that you just can't seem to have connected, right? Not because God is hiding it from you, but, but your capacity to receive for whatever reason has not hooked up to that. Prayer, prayer and fasting removes those blockages and allows you to connect and tap into the answer. Amen. There are certain things that will only be taken care of but by prayer and fasting. Last scripture, Isaiah 58. There's a little high-level teaching on prayer and fasting, uh, but th throughout the month of January, we'll be digging in deeper so that you have an understanding. But I don't know about you. If I'm getting ready to go into a fast, I need to psychologically prepare as well, 
right? And so I don't, I don't want to know the day before that, hey, I'm going on a fast. <laughs> I need to be preparing a week or two before knowing that this is what I'm getting ready to do, preparing my mind, my spirit, right? And so that's why I thought today it was very important that we, we you know, that I share with you what's getting ready to happen. Uh, for me, you know, I, I, I like to uh, kind of like a, a, a bear kind of uh, getting ready to go into hibernation. I like to stock up a little bit the next week or two knowing I'm getting ready to fast because uh, I'm not breaking at six for a lot of the fast. Uh, you know, I, I, we're going gonna, we're gonna to press in as the leader. I should be doing more in this area, setting the tone. Um, and so it's going to be a good fast. So Isaiah 58, we're going to start at verse six. Uh, I'm going to read out of the Message Bible, Isaiah 58, verse 6. This is the kind of fast that I'm after. To break the chains of injustice, to get rid of exploitation in the workplace, free the oppressed, cancel debts. What I'm interested in seeing you do is sharing your food with the hungry, inviting your homeless, uh, uh, inviting the homeless poor into your homes, putting clothes on the shivering, ill-clad, being available to your own families. Do this and the light will turn on and your lives will be turned around at once. Talking about a fast here. Do this and your lives will be turned around at once. Your righteousness will pave your way. The God of glory will secure your passage. And when you pray, God will answer. You'll call out for help and I'll say, here I am. Let me read it out of the, um, the New King James Version. Is this not the fast that I have chosen? To loose the bonds of wickedness. To undo heavy burdens. So during this fast, you can expect, come on, heavy burdens to be lifted up. You can expect to, the oppression that you're dealing with to be loosed in Jesus' name. And it says that you may break every yoke. So you can expect every yoke holding you down to, to be broken in Jesus' name. Is it not to share your bread with the hungry and that you bring to your house the poor who are cast out? When you see the naked that you cover him. And not hide yourself from your own flesh. Then your light, listen to this, then your light shall break forth like the morning. Now, anytime the Bible talks about light, it's usually referring to revelation. And so one version says light shall spring forth speedily. So you can expect revelation to spring forth speedily. Revelation concerning God's word, concerning his love and who he is, uh, because that's what we're after, to, to know him better. During this time, these times, this time of prayer and fasting, I'm believing God for each and every one of you to have a significant encounter with Jesus, to, to, to know him like never before. Come on, an intimacy with him. Not just know about him, know facts about him, not, not even to be able to quote him, but to know him. An intimacy with him. Then your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily. Come on, you can expect during this time of prayer and fasting, healing to spring forth speedily. And your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call and the Lord will answer. You shall cry and he will say, here am I. Man, I like that. You shall call and the Lord will answer. You can expect answered prayer during this time of prayer and fasting. Come on, man, that's an incredible package right there. The breaking of any chains or bondage, freedom from any oppression, and even say cancel debts. Come on, cancel debts. Amen. Canceling of debts. Praise God. Amen. <laughs> I'm telling you, we serve a supernatural God. 
Come on, this, I'm not talking about magic or some spooky thing we're doing here. This is spiritual, spiritual things that, that are real. And so during this time of prayer and fasting, I believe and declare right now a cancellation of debts in the name of Jesus. Freedom from any debt in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Healing will spring forth speedily. Thank you, Lord, that the oppressed will go free. Anyone dealing with any form of bondage or any form of, uh, uh, of chains holding them down, we call them free during this time of prayer and fasting, of consecration, freedom. Another level, a, a greater degree of freedom in the name of Jesus. Freer than you've ever been in your entire life in Jesus' name. Things that have been holding you back will no longer. You shall spring forth Forth, ah, spring forth into your place. Yes, take your place. Run your race in the name of Jesus. Every grace afforded to you, ah, exponential, exponential growth in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. If you believe that, that's yours. Shout aloud, amen. amen. Praise God. And so, last thing I'll leave you, and then uh, Pastor Sarah is going to come on up here and, and lead us in communion. In Matthew chapter 6, when you fast, right? If you read, keep reading, uh, when you fast, and they talk about when you pray and when you give. The threefold cord that cannot be easily broken, right? When you pray, when you fast, and when you give. That's how we have always started our year, right? Consecrating to the Lord in prayer and fasting and in giving, right? We've decided that's how we, we set the tone for the year. Uh, and so be praying about whatever that looks like for you and, and be giving of time. I'm not even talking about finances. Be giving of time. Of, man, I feel like I'm supposed to get involved more. I'm supposed to you know, give over what I have as precious time. Some of you, time is very precious to you, right? And so maybe the Lord may be telling you, do this or do that. Be open to the Lord in these areas. Amen? Hey, this is Pastor Joe. And before you go, I want to pray with you to receive Jesus as Lord and Savior. This is your opportunity to be 100% sure that heaven will be your eternal home. It's very simple. The Bible says in Romans 10, 9, and 10 that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So if you mean business with God, he means business with you. I want you to pray this very simple but powerful prayer and mean it with all your heart. Repeat this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. I believe that you were crucified and God raised you from the dead. I believe that you are the Son of God. I repent of all my sin and I ask for your forgiveness. I give you my life. Do something with it. In Jesus' name, amen. Welcome to the family of God. The Bible says all the angels in heaven are rejoicing because you just prayed that prayer. The next step is to find a good, strong, local church. If you live anywhere near Lancaster, Pennsylvania, we invite you to join us at Life in Christ every Sunday at 10 a.m. We have some of the best people on planet Earth. We love you, God bless you, and have a wonderful day. listening to the Life in Christ Church podcast. Help us to continue to share the message of faith with those all over the world. Visit licchurch.com forward
forward slash give to partner with us today.